effects. We have over 20 years in the health and wellness industry, and we have never seen a product like this. Results are felt in as little as 15 minutes as our Moringa is cell-ready and enzymatically alive. This is all-natural product will lower your blood pressure, relieve arthritis, increase your energy, enhance weight loss, or your money back. Do your part and get your friends off of Red Bull, Monster, 5-Hour Energy. Hey, come by Denny's in Redlands every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Call right now to book a seat to this private business meeting. 909-346-3725. 909-346-3725. Brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM. The station that leaves no listener behind. With your host, Barry Lynn. All right, and welcome to today's edition of Culture Shocks. We've uh, let the whole question of privacy and security uh, percolate for a couple of days, as we often do on these stories. Uh, But uh, in case there's any doubt, uh, I do think that Bradley Manning, as we've talked about before, and Edward Snowden now did nothing morally wrong. In fact, by exposing unethical and probably criminal behavior, uh, they did everything wrong. Right. Bradley Manning, of course, whose trial began last week, releases, if he had released nothing but that video from an Apache helicopter of the killing of two Reuters journalists, jeopardizing the lives of women and children who had absolutely no connection to terrorism, that alone would be a justification for the release and for giving him a commendation instead of putting him on trial. When it comes to some of the other revelations from last week that we now know come from uh, Mr. Snowden, uh, there are a lot of details we don't know, a lot of things we don't know. But later in the hour, with the head of the National Lawyers Guild, and right now with the executive director of the Bill of Rights Defense Committee, uh, we're going to start asking some of those questions. Shahid Buttar is with us. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much for having me on, Derek. Uh, Let's start with the beginning surveillance disclosure from last week. The Guardian publishes a secret court order to Verizon to conduct scrutiny of at least certain phone records. Now, you are talking to a Verizon customer. Here's the question. Exactly who might, on the basis of what you know, who might see records of any kind, even if it's just my phone number and a couple of other people's phone numbers, nothing beyond that. Who are we talking about? Not the head of NSA, not the what what level of employee sees this? Well apparently it includes even non NSA employees, yeah. including uh corporate contractors like Edward Snowden. Uh you know it doesn't actually require that anyone be part of the civil service bureaucracy, and it certainly doesn't require that there be any showing of a nexus to an actual national security threat. There are some people who say, look, if it's my phone number, you know, they know my phone number, and and they see another phone number, big deal, doesn't tell them anything. But if that phone number happened to be 1-800-426-2537, which just I made up, but it happens to spell gambler, then someone who uh, did the rather simple permutations to discover what those numbers might mean, they'd know that I'm either a gambler or maybe I have a gambling problem. That's all you would need to know. You wouldn't have to tap my phone. You wouldn't have to look at my Internet. You'd just see who I call late at night. Absolutely, and you're right to observe how much you can glean from metadata, that is the information on the envelope. But just to extend the case a little bit, from metadata, you can almost get more than you can from content. Because with Hmm. metadata, that is to say who's calling who, how often, and for how long, that's all you need to map social networks. Uh, And and content of communications doesn't necessarily give you that, right? You never know if people are telling the truth, right? So the content is only so valuable, but the metadata, that's absolutely indicative of who connects with who. And here's the problem. Many individuals, myself included, quite frankly, might be perfectly willing to let the government spy on us because we feel like we have nothing to hide. But that's not the issue here because we don't make these choices as individuals. This is a choice being made for us as a society. And in a society in which individuals don't have privacy, the opportunity for dissent diminishes because people know that they're being watched and their willingness to embrace and be public about 
unpopular opinions is much less. And so what we're really talking about here is whether or not democracy can survive the NSA. And exactly. the simple question is it cannot unless there's some controls finally put in place. Exactly. Let's say that the control that was put in place was uh, they're going to go to phone companies, including Verizon. They're going to say, look, here's our issue. Uh, we're, in fact, not going to spend a lot of time with any algorithms except this one. We're going to see if a person, again, me, Barry Lynn, Verizon customer, do I ever call and doing what the movies do, you know, make a 710 area code 5551600. Maybe that's the number they're looking for anybody who calls it because they already have determined on the basis of normal criminal investigation techniques, for example, maybe even a legitimate warrant, that this number is the number of a person suspected of criminal activity. If that's all they did, would we still have a right to worry about it? Absolutely, because what you're talking about there is the possibility of guilt by association. Yep. And that also has become well established, right? There are uh, labor organizers, peace activists across the Midwest and Los Angeles, almost 25 of whom uh, have been under a grand jury investigation for years on the basis of nothing more than right. association. The Supreme Court upheld the case in 2010, right. the Humanitarian Law Project versus Holder, which basically says that guilt by association is okay. And, yep. and that's a, a grave problem and a, a huge assault on the First Amendment. When you look beyond that problem, Matic as that is, but when you looked at, at patterns, if I call that number 710555, etc., a lot, uh, a lot of people, including some people who listen to this show, would say, well, you know, it, it would demonstrate that there's nothing random about it. This isn't just a modest association. They're not calling this number to get legal advice, you know, about something. They're calling it repeatedly, and that creates a reasonable suspicion that criminal activity is occurring. Do patterns show that? They could, uh, but, I mean, two things worth noting here. The first, of course, is that's not what's happening right. by a long shot. And the second is that it, you know, the, the identification of which patterns matter is itself fraught right. with all kinds of political intrigue. You know, the NYPD published an analysis in 2007 saying that Muslims who wear baggy pants and smoke cigarettes are likely to be terrorists, and that's mm. preposterous. Of course. Uh, or people who eat falafel. Right. I mean, this is straight out of the NYPD's report. Right. And like, so you see how flimsy are the government's identifications of which patterns to look at. And then, in addition to that, we see that there actually is no pattern limiting whose communications are intercepted and archived. It's everyone's. And if it's everyone's that are captured and archived, then how does one know where to begin the process. In other words, there could be, and, and certainly there are people on the Internet who are suggesting, look, just the fact that they, they've captured all this data means that inherently there will be snooping. Maybe it will be out of a sincere interest in finding terrorists. Maybe it will be because somebody's trying to track down an ex-girlfriend, some relatively trivial reason. But who is making, or in your judgment, who should be making a decision that there is enough individual suspicion associated with a specific telephone number that it ought to be subject to scrutiny. If you were in charge of the world, or just this country, what would trigger your own interest? Well, the, it would, for my, my commitment would be to a process, and namely mm -hmm. that a judge yeah. would decide that. Right? I mean, that's what judges that's are right. for, the warrant requirement of the Fourth Amendment. Uh, basically is supposed to force the executive branch to go through an external independent review process before turning uh, its monopoly on the use of armed force on a given individual. And that's exactly what is not happening now. Uh, the only judicial review, for instance, in the, the court order, the FISA court order disclosed to the U.K. Guardian, the only judicial review there was A, and mass, which is to say not specific to any individual, right. It was, B, done in secret, which is yep. to say it wasn't particularly judicial at all. Uh, the, the idea of jurisprudence right. and, and law requires courts to be able to compare facts and the law across similar or dissimilar instances. But when the decisions and the facts are secret, you can't do that, which exactly. is to say it's not, 
It's not a court. It's no, a rubber it's, stamp. It's not a court. It is a rubber stamp. And when we come back, we're going to look, take a look at this uh, court, if you can really call this a real judicial proceeding, under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, what's called FISA. Uh, we'll get back and uh, review that and uh, some more of the details with Shahid Buttar. He is the executive director of the Bill of Rights Defense Committee. And we'll be back for more right here on Culture Shocks. I'm your host, Barry Lynn. Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal, and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. Making the right decisions is a challenge to investors. Are we going to see economic growth, slide into a recession, or at worst, depression? Hi, Ted Anderson from Midas Resources. We all know when a company acts irresponsibly, divesting ourselves in a move towards safety is prudent. When the market becomes volatile, U.S. Treasuries are a safe haven. But what do you do when the U.S. government overextends itself and spends beyond its means? Many investors are turning toward gold as a common-sense alternative to traditional paper investments. Midas Resources has put together a powerful book titled 10 Reasons to Own Gold, discussing costs, benefits, risks, featuring full-color illustrations, weights, and measures. The book is free and can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. Paper investments are dwarfed by gold's 6,000-year history. Discover how gold may be right for you and your IRA by calling 800-686-2237. Whether buying or it's time for you to sell, the book is free. Call 800-686-2237. Hello, this is Steve Shank. Alex and I want to thank you for the generous support of the Oklahoma food donations pouring in every day. In just six days, over 37,000 servings have been shipped. Your $25 and a subsidy from eFoods Direct will send a seven-day supply of food to someone in need. Please keep Oklahoma important, but we've got serious food issues. For example, the rising cost of food, especially beef. Last year's worst drought in 50 years, and the mandated ethanol production has dried up the feed supply for livestock. Chinese are offering $4.7 billion to buy our largest pork producer. Find out more and get the one solution you can count on at eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex or call 800-409-5633. Now get free shipping every day. Call 800-409-5633 or eFoodsDirect.com slash Alex. Got a simple question for you. Can you sell? Yes? Okay. Can you sell the intangible? If yes, and you'd like to work 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, with no overtime, no weekends, if you're passionate about not closing sales, but about opening relationships, if you truly have a desire to serve global clients who need your advertising expertise, and you're local to the Twin Cities and Burnsville, are hardworking, self-driven, with experience in sales, marketing, or advertising, are personable and a whiz on the phone, GCN wants to talk with you right now. GCN, the Genesis Communications Network, is one of the largest independent talk radio networks in the world, and we're hiring right now. We offer benefits and an excellent commission structure. Experience preferred, but we'll train the right person. Is that you? Submit your resume today to advertise at GCNlive.com. Again, that's advertise at GCNlive.com. Come work with the Genesis Communications Network, an equal opportunity employer. 
right, we are back. We're taking a look at what we know now, just about a week into the security and privacy surveillance question by, uh, from the part of the National Security Agency. We're talking first to Shahid Buttar. He's the executive director of the Bill of Rights Defense Committee. And uh, let's talk a little about the courts established under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Uh, as you've described it, this is not a routine idea of a court meeting in open where everybody comes with their grievance and everybody gets to take a look at the evidence against them. And all this is an, an entirely different creature. How? Uh, why do you think only now did some of the very members of Congress who approved of the extension of the existence of these courts uh, in the Obama administration, uh, why are they all upset about it now? Because uh, apparently they hadn't given it enough thought previously. I think that's one reason. I would also say it's because they're politicians and they're more craven opportunists, and they're willing to do things in secret uh, that, when revealed to the public, become incendiary, and now everyone's running for the hills trying to wash their hands of, quite frankly, their active complicity in this program. And there are a couple pieces about Congress's role here that I think are especially worth noting. Sure. The first... Members of Congress generally had no idea what they were voting for when they voted either for the Patriot Act or for the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act Amendments of 2008. Only the intelligence committees were fully briefed into those programs, and members of the Intelligence Committee have sought more information uh, from this, the Senate and the House Intelligence Committees have sought more information from the executive branch under both the Bush administration and the Obama administration, right. only to be told to take a hike. And so, yeah. you know, Congress is legislating in the dark, and when you're in the dark, you have no business writing blank checks to the executive branch, and that's exactly what Congress has been doing for the last 10 years. When you ask to see the invoice, in a sense, let's say you're on the Intelligence Committee, or for that matter, it, you know, every member of the Senate votes on this ultimately. Uh, if you say to the court under the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act, look, how many of these uh, orders have you issued? Uh, you, can, you can delete anything. You can cut up anything that you think might give away vital information. Just how many would the FISA court tell you if you're a member of Congress? Absolutely not. In fact, what, what Senator Wyden has asked, point blank, is how many Americans have been impacted by NSA surveillance. And the answers that he's gotten range from, well, we can't actually figure out the answer, which mm -hmm. is frightening in itself. Yes, it is. To, right. And, and to, on another hand, another example of how illegitimate this is, the NSA responded last year that if we gave you a number, it would violate the privacy of the people we've been monitoring, which is ridiculous. Uh, of course. A, because the NSA doesn't care about anybody's privacy, right. and B, disclosing a number to Congress doesn't compromise anything that's private no. about anyone. It's just an answer to the question. And so we do see rampant evasion uh, by executive branch officials at every turn. And, you know, narrowly responding to your question, I don't know if the FISA court can respond to Congress only because the FISA court is splintered across all these different judges and their right. opinions are secret even from each other. So yeah, it's, that's, a hard, it's a hard question to answer. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, you know, presumably if, if they wanted to, they, they could, I suppose, communicate with each other. I think they can do that. I'm not sure that they can do that. Let's turn to the other side of this. Uh, Edward Snowden, the man who says, yes, I am the person. I was a private contractor. I didn't even have a high school diploma, but I was getting a lot of money because I'm really good at this. And there's lots and lots of data. And I saw it and it scared the heck out of me and I released it. Um, what is the crime here? Is there one federal crime that eventually he will be indicted, I suspect? Sadly, but he will be. Uh, are they going to say that merely looking at the data himself was itself a federal crime, or is it only a federal crime when he releases it to a newspaper? I'd imagine it's the release of classified information, though, to be perfectly fair, you know, in prior cases also involving NSA whistleblowers, and I'm thinking particularly of Thomas Drake, who, unlike Edward Snowden, uh, was an employee of the NSA, mm -hmm. he released not anything uh, relating to a secret court order, but rather documents revealing fraud and waste by the National Security Agency. He was prosecuted not just for releasing classified information, but for outright espionage, espionage. which is to say 
the Obama administration, like the Bush administration, to be fair to an even greater extent than the Bush administration, is very opportunistic and vindictive. Uh, any opportunity to turn the screws on a whistleblower the Obama administration has taken, and we should be very clear here, more whistleblowers from the national security arena have faced prosecution in the last five years than in the entire 225-year preceding history of the Republic put together. Okay. And that should chill anyone. It certainly should, and including the people who continue to say, well, you know, in the last administration, bad things were done, unfortunately, as we've discussed on this show many times. Heck of a lot of those bad things seem to be continuing and even metastasizing. There are laws, including federal laws, at some level that protect whistleblowing of some kind. What is the standard in current law to give, in a sense, a disclosure, the status of disclosure as a part of whistleblowing and therefore somewhat protected against prosecution. There's a different standard for whistleblowers in the national security context versus outside the national security arena. Just last year, in fact, uh, Congress passed, and I believe it was earlier this year, that the Obama administration signed uh, greater protections for whistleblowers. But conspicuous within that reform was an omission, uh, or I should say a carve-out for the national security agencies, which basically said that the employees and presumably the contractors of national security agencies are not uh, qualified to claim those additional protections. And I think that's one of the issues uh, that emerges in this, this area, is that there is not only secrecy pervading the operation of these programs, but a huge um, sword of Damocles lingering over uh, anyone who would reveal to the public the vital information that we do need to know, but that it's being kept actively from us by our own elected officials. Do you anticipate that when all is said and done, the president said the other day, well, it's good to have a dialogue about that. I don't really think he meant that. And members of Congress, Republicans and Democrats, after they get done claiming that Mr. Snowden is either a traitor or a defector, treasonous, all of these words coming out of the mouth of John Boehner, Peter King, guys like that that you see on TV all the time, Will they do oversight that is substantive, and will any of that be available for us to watch on C-SPAN? Or will they say, oh, well, maybe we can get some of the information, but you plain folk can't? I, I think you nailed it on the head. Yeah. We would be lucky if there is any oversight at all to happen, and it would be extraordinary if any of it ever sees the light of day. And just to give a, you know, a, a very real example of this, the Senate Select uh, Committee on Intelligence, which was founded in the wake of the COINTELPRO era yep, and the Watergate abuses as a check and balance on executive power, it has conducted a multi-year uh, investigation, particularly into the use of torture under yep, the Bush administration. Right. There is a 6,000-page report about torture yep. ranging well beyond anything the public has, knows about already. You know, the photos from Abu Ghraib were yep, the tip of an iceberg. Exactly. And that report... Yep. It's, remains classified it, to this it, day. Nobody exactly. could read it. What? Exactly. We can't even see it. It's 6,000 pages. By the way, we paid for it. Shahid Buttar, thank you so much. The Bill of Rights Defense Committee's Executive Director. When we come back, the President of the National Lawyers Guild uh, to follow this from one court order into the PRISM program. We'll be back. Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn is heard on the Genesis Communication Network. Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. 
You've seen them on Doomsday Preppers. You've seen them on network television, Shipping Wars, and the History Channel. Now, now, the strongest shelters money can buy are here. Atlas Survival Shelters. Made in America from 10-foot diameter galvanized corrugated pipe. Up to 11 times stronger than square box shelters. And built to last up to 200 years. And you won't believe the amenities. Atlas Shelters contain microwaves, refrigerators, big screen TVs, water tanks, septic systems, bulletproof hatches, and much more. Virtually everything you have at home. Just buried 20 feet deep and bomb-proof. See the amazing Atlas Survival Shelters at atlassurvivalshelters.com or call 1-855-4-BUNKER. That's 855-4-B-U-N-K-E-R or atlassurvivalshelters.com. Financing now available. Atlas Survival Shelters. Better prepared than scared. So, a natural disaster strikes, and out goes your power. You risk losing stored food in electric freezers and refrigerators. Your options, lose all that expensive food and medication, fire up a noisy gasoline-powered generator, or switch now to a propane or natural gas-powered refrigerator from Ben's Discount Supply. Ben'sDiscountSupply.com has a complete line of propane-powered refrigerators, freezers in sizes ranging from a small camper cooler size up to a whopping 21-cubic-foot refrigerator-freezer or a 22-cubic-foot deep freezer, in stock and ready to ship anywhere. Ben'sDiscountSupply.com also stocks a full line of solar-powered appliances to get you completely off the grid. Check out Ben'sDiscountSupply.com or call 800-771-7702. That's 800 771 or click bensdiscountsupply.com for camping, home, or bug out location. Bank on bensdiscountsupply.com. Hello? Congratulations. For what? We're losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. All right, and we are back right here on Culture Shocks. Uh, we've just been talking to Shahid Buttar from the Bill of Rights Defense Committee, mainly about that original court order released, of course, last week, and now we know from, from Edward Snowden uh, to The Guardian, a secret court order to Verizon to conduct scrutiny of uh, pretty much anybody's uh, telephone records that happens to be associated with Verizon. But, of course, that was just the tip of an iceberg that does continue and the second piece of the iceberg we saw last week, who knows what we'll see tomorrow, PRISM, not just phone records, but, uh, and my guest can correct me if I'm wrong, apparently the government believes it has the authority and is doing, the question is how much of it is it doing, uh, directly tapping into the servers of Apple and Google and everybody else you use. Joining us now is Heidi Bogosian. She's the executive director of the National Lawyers Guild. Heidi, thank you for being with us. My pleasure. Okay, Glenn Greenwald, who's also been a guest every once in a while on this show, told, uh, interviewed uh, Ed Snowden the other day, and Snowden says this from the transcript, We hack everyone everywhere. I had the authority to wiretap anyone, you, a federal judge, to even the president, if I had a personal email. Does he mean the law gave him the authority or that he had the capability, just as a contract employee, to tap into anything he wanted? I assume he means he has the capacity uh, to do that tapping. Certainly... The Fourth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States provides against unreasonable searches and seizures. 
And our jurisprudence requires that there be some kind of reasonable suspicion that criminal activity is afoot or may be occurring in the future. I think what has really uh, frightened and alarmed many people in this country is the notion of whole-scale gathering of personal data from social media or directly from these Internet providers uh, absent any suspicion that there's wrongdoing afoot and really doing it on such a vast level that it turns us into the kind of surveillance state that we've seen, you know, in movies sure. and futuristic books. In other words, this is truly, as you understand what PRISM does, it is a standardless effort to figure out what they want to take from us without any regard to evidence other exactly. than what's in their own head. It's, it's a way of gathering data in vast troves, and then I believe they use analytics to look for patterns uh, and things that might set off bells in, you know, the kinds of things they're looking for. I assume they have certain geographic locations, maybe certain, um, you know, sure. patterns. The problem is um, they're supposed to have reasonable suspicion, Mm -hmm. um, and they're supposed to be doing things in a manner that I think, as we've been accustomed to, allows analysis in a thoughtful way. Yeah, in, to the extent that the president, for example, has explained what is and isn't happening, uh, he seems to suggest, look, uh, what... First of all, we're not really targeting Americans. We're really targeting people who are not American. We're collecting data from outside the United States, which I think has calmed some people. But, for example, in, in this hypothetical I'm about to give you, wouldn't be very calming. Let's say you were collecting data from a person who was a German journalist. In the process of collecting uh, what might be a German national's data, if, if she talked to somebody in the United States, that would be part of the data you'd be collecting, and therefore whoever she's talking to in the United States would be implicated and would be the source of what I would consider an unwarranted invasion of privacy. That's exactly right. And you must understand that to target an individual uh, in, in an, an intelligence collection such as we're seeing, the government needs to have, quote, an appropriate and documented foreign intelligence purpose. It must be for things like the prevention of terrorism, uh, nuclear proliferation, hostile cyber activities, and that foreign target must be reasonably believed to be outside of the United States. Um, yes, it is true that if those individuals are targeted, it will, if they're talking to people in the United States, bring them into it. But at least there are articulated reasons that are right. tied to terrorism. It sounds like what's happening now is just gathering the data and then deciding later if they're able to justify it according to the, the standards they're supposed to be adhering to. Yeah, well, now, who is, who is the it that we're talking about? In other words, what persons, let us assume that Mr. Snowden may have misspoken when he said I had the authority to wiretap anyone. He meant the capacity to do that. Obviously, the man's under a lot of pressure. I don't want to parse his sentences too closely. But who's sitting around in NSA? Is there? It, do we know enough about the structure of that agency, a very secretive agency, much more secretive? than the FBI, for example. Do we know, does somebody get a, quote, suspicion and then report it to a manager who then goes to some higher up and then to the head of the NSA? Or do people just kind of rummage around at random? Well, I think what's important and what's coming out, even though we've known this for years, is that approximately 70% of our national security intelligence budget is going directly to the private sector, such right. as the defense contractor, Booz Allen Hamilton. Yep. And that presents its own set of problems, just to digress for a minute, because we have the government that is traditionally carrying out intelligence operations and they're mandated to serve and protect the entire U.S. population. Mm -hmm. When you hire private companies, they have a disparate mission. They are capitalist corporations, and business is committed to producing profits really for an exclusive group of individuals. When government and corporations collaborate on intelligence, 
It creates a very immediate danger that public and private interests will be at odds and that surveillance operations and investigations will serve uh, really privileged money and the power of rights over ordinary people. Mm -hmm. And that there's a possibility that influence and support from corporations will interfere with the integrity and the impartiality of law enforcement undertakings. Um, I think what is surprising to many people who haven't been following this over the years is, it the, is that Mr. Snowden was uh, a private contractor, and many people are surprised at the number yeah. of individuals that have top-secret security clearance. Now, to answer your question, I think many of us thought that the NSA would have a procedure, and I don't know what that is, but that their intelligence agents would identify specific factors that they would then go, um, say, to the FISA court and, and prevent present evidence about and look for specific right. foreign targets. That seems, again, not to be happening at all. And when they do go to the FISA courts, instead of going, you know, for one or two individuals, it seems to be, again, for blanket uh, information over many individuals. Unfortunately, we don't know all the details. Yeah. Well, would it surprise you, Heidi, if the National Lawyers Guild, if everybody associated with the National Lawyers Guild, and I've long uh, appreciated your, your work uh, for decades, if, if they just got a, a membership list or a solicitation of membership list from the National Lawyers Guild, they just said, look, all these people are kind of leftists. They're always talking about helping progressives and radicals. Let's just issue a blanket statement of interest about everyone associated with your group, would it surprise you if you found out that that's quite literally what they were doing? It would not surprise us, and if your listeners don't already know this, even asking for those lists, as, yep. as they have done over many decades, is unconstitutional. Yes. You can't go on a fishing expedition based on political ideology. Nope. And I think the danger in all of this meta data collection, as they're calling it, is that they can go back and look at our communications in the past and stored communications, which once they're out there, as we know, are stored uh, indefinitely. Yep. And the danger is that five years down the road, yep. they may decide that your uh, subversive views or your criticism of yep. government or corporate policy warrants going back and looking for things uh, long, to hold against Exactly. You. Long, long into the past. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with Heidi Bogosian from the National Lawyers Guild. And we're going to ask her about some of the analogies that people are throwing up about how we give up our privacy anyway. Therefore, who cares if the government sees us, too? We'll be back for more on Culture Shock. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Our nation's founders believed that all Americans have the right to worship according to their own beliefs or not to worship at all. So strong was their commitment to religious freedom that they enshrined it in the first sentence of the Bill of Rights. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. We call this constitutional guarantee the first freedom. Religion is deeply personal, and Americans must be free to practice without coercion. There must be a separation of church and state. We are on the verge of losing this fundamental freedom. You may wonder, what can I do? The answer is simple. Do what our founders did. Sign your name to a very important document, the First Freedom First Petition. Go to www.firstfreedomfirst.org and sign it today. By standing together, we can send a powerful message to our elected officials. The government's Department of Homeland Security is buying up loads of ammo. At the same time, they're restricting civilians' rights to own and purchase firearms. Can you put two and two together? Infidel body armor can stop every round, including hollow points and 308 sniper rounds. Is reasonably priced and fully legal. But for how long? Go to InfidelBodyArmor.com, spelled I-N-F-I-D-E-L, BodyArmor.com. Infidel Body Armor just won't quit. 
We, the people, grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it led back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Hi, Ted Anderson. I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. American gardeners and fellow patriots, make the right choice with your money, time, and your family food supply. Choose 100% pure heirloom seeds in the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. Why spend more? The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com is only $37.95 and includes 20 varieties of pure, hardy, easy-to-grow heirloom seeds. Yes, only $37.95. That's 70% less than our competitors. You could buy three Survival Seed Vaults for less than one of theirs. The Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com includes detailed planting and seed saving instructions and ships same day. Plus, all orders over $49 ship free. MyPatriotSupply.com is American owned by patriots like you. Passionate about freedom and preparedness. Call now, 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness items when you order at MyPatriotSupply.com. Choose the original. Choose the survival seed vault at MyPatriotSupply.com. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves Absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. And we're talking about uh, surveillance and uh, what has been happening and what we know about what Edward Snowden uh, has released uh, to The Guardian, to The Washington Post, and uh, whether there's perhaps some more information. We know there's more information about to come out uh, about data collection by the United States government and how specific it is and how targeted it is and why people are being targeted in the first place. Joining me now is Executive Director Heidi Bogosian of the National Lawyers Guild. So, Heidi, these are the kind of issues that people try to, to use, I think, to confuse the issue. Let's say you are a purchaser, a consumer of controversial products. Maybe you want to buy Nazi memorabilia. Uh, maybe you want to buy pornography. You want to buy something that you wouldn't necessarily want to go brag to everybody that you know that you're out there buying. Uh, you might assume more privacy with that sales transaction than you get because maybe uh, the company you're dealing with uh, is sending your name out to all kinds of people who also sell the same products or similar products. So this is different. The government doesn't give you or has given you in the past at least an expectation of privacy, which it now turns out you don't have. And maybe in your consumer relations, you hope, you think it's going to be secret. I think what people need to be aware of is the extent to which uh, retailers online, even uh, through customer loyalty cards, are gathering your personal buying habits, your browsing habits, your interests. They're tracking and storing them and in many cases are reselling them or providing them to data aggregators who then analyze, package them, and uh, give them to third parties, including the U.S. government. Uh, many people may remember the incident of a teenager who shopped at Target. 
And an analyst tracked her habits. She might have bought calcium pills and other things, and they started sending her uh, advertisements at home, assuming she was pregnant, which in fact she was. Her father didn't know. Mm -hmm. He got furious, confronted the store. They explained how they had a scientific analyst on site who did this. And so what people should remember is that everything you do is being tracked, monitored, stored, and possibly handed over to someone else. And that in the sort of post-9-11 world we're living in, um, people who speak out are on the front lines of being targeted uh, by the government. We see activists treated as criminals all around the country. Yeah, and we've seen it. When people say, well, where's the evidence of any uh, any disclosure, unwarranted disclosure, but with both the FBI and the CIA over recent years, there are examples of what sure appears to be political targeting. And I don't mean going back to COINTELPRO. I mean in our recent history. Most definitely. I mean, animal rights activists yep. and earth activists are a great example because in around 2005, the FBI uh, called them the top domestic terrorism threat. And I think one of the reasons they did that is you have very energetic, creative activists who make, make a splash and have actually had an impact on corporate policies. Mm-hmm. When they, they are successful, they become more of a threat, both to the government and to the corporations. And laws have been passed, the Animal Enterprise Terrorism Act, with um, state laws that are very similar to punish many activities that we consider to be protected by the First Amendment, all because they're done in the name of animal rights or the environment. And they're an easy target, and it also makes the public think that the government is really doing something to go after prospective terrorists and in fact these are just robust activists yeah well let's say that uh, I think there's a certain number I've, I've just saw a study recently of five data points that can establish a great deal about you most of which can be identified from uh, a Facebook page so there are people who say look these people go on Facebook they get thousands and thousands of friends most of whom they've never met uh, they're telling they you know when the, the Defense of Marriage Act is up before the Supreme Court that they change their profile picture to an equality sign that's an indicator or at least an indicator of a gay friendly person and then if if you look at the ads on their page maybe there is uh, you know an ad for an animal rights group that you learn the second thing about it you see who's showing up the most that's probably an actual friend someone the individual knows so you aggregate the data so the government in fact could find out more they say just by looking at your facebook page than they would bother to find by snooping around in the gazillion micro bits of data floating around in an nsa computer that's so true and it's a reminder to people that um Everything you put up on Facebook is being monitored and tracked. Mm -hmm. And things that we may think are funny or a joke or harmless uh, can even have an ominous quality attached depending on who's reading them and what they're looking for, Um, associations, uh, activities. If you're searching the web, you raised a point earlier about, say, pornography or um, but things that you might not want to share with someone else. It's astonishing how many times you're on the web, and if you have a Facebook account, you'll notice the little icon will pop up, and it will say, do you want to share on Facebook? And so uh, people just need to realize that um, it's good practice to think about And I hate to use the words of you have to watch what you say and do that became so popular after 9-11, but I think you have to be mindful that information can be used for the improper purposes of targeting you. And 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 practice good hygiene on the web. Exactly. Good hygiene. It's been good before. It's good now. Okay, there is an effort going around the Internet right now and in the next day or so called Operation Troll the NSA. The idea is that at a specific time, uh, everybody who's worried about the 
surveillance techniques that we've been learning about, puts, starts to communicate with someone using the kind of code words that we either know or, or believe we know help to trigger NSA interest. Terrorist words, in other words. Is this a good idea? Because even for me, this, I find this a little troubling. Well, let me say this. I am all for different creative times of types of activism. This is, I think, an example Mm -hmm. of one. Um, I think you need to do what feels comfortable when you when you realize that yes. Uh, no matter how many people do this and no matter uh, what the spirit uh, you have going forward with it, whether it's humorous or just to draw attention to it, we have a government that is very serious right now that wants to punish whistleblowers under the Espionage Act and put them away for life. So we advise people, no matter what kind of protests they're going to engage in, at least be aware of the consequences, the potential consequences of your actions. Exactly. And then make an informed decision. Exactly. Now, uh, I guess the bottom line for a lot of people is what security are we buying with this giveaway of privacy? And, of course, the very first, and I, I thought not terrifically worded, Pew poll shows that more people are still worried about security than their own privacy. Is there a shred of evidence, other than what uh, people like Mike Rogers say at a press conference, that the system, the PRISM system, has stopped any act of terrorism? I don't think there is any such evidence. I think it's a myth to uh, say that we need to give up personal privacy uh, in order to secure our secrets, our um, security nationally. And I think that's an unfortunate trend we see after high-profile uh, events right. such as 9-11 or the Boston bombing, that people uh, buy into this a surveillance state is going to make us safer. Yeah, and wouldn't you think, you know, we, you broadcast to the world if you uncovered an actual plot uh, directed as he had suggested at least to New New York City. I mean, the FBI seems to want to have a press conference about everybody, including that crackpot who thought he could literally bring down the George Washington Bridge or a major bridge into New York with a single stick of dynamite. I mean, when they arrested him, you would have thought they had gotten, uh, well, at that time, Osama bin Laden hadn't been caught like he caught him. It was just one lone crazed guy. If you look at the media stories that receive, uh, you know, that kind of high-profile coverage, oftentimes they come out either around the 4th of July or another holiday. And when you really investigate them, you'll see that many times there was either a government informant or the individuals involved were especially vulnerable in one way or another. Either they had a sick family member, um, and somehow they were involved with a government agent. I'm not saying all the cases, but in many of these cases, when you dig deeper, you see that, well, there might have been entrapment there, exactly. or the government has a reason for oh, having no. this story. Oh, no, absolutely. And the pattern, including of the sick family, the family with it's got a son or a daughter that's ill or is mentally ill or described as such, the targets. Heidi Bogosian, thank you so much. She's the executive director of the National Lawyers Guild and author of the book Spying on Democracy. That does it for today. I'm Barry Lynn. We'll talk again. This edition of Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit, and carting to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Thank <laughs> you. 
Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporeate e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service, fast, free, same-day shipping, and a 30-day warranty and satisfaction guarantee. So are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle? Then call 870-518-4307. That's 870-518-4307. Or visit LeSig.com, spelled L-E-C-I-G.com. LeSig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker. This is KCAA. GoFood sells a variety of non-GMO dehydrated foods with a long shelf life. To buy GoFoods, call 855-909-1050. That's 855-909-1050. If you see things that really are not there, are you crazy? Maybe not. Maybe the ones who put the non-existent things there for you to see are the crazy ones. Recently, this surrealistic phenomena of unreal thereness appeared in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. This shore town had been devastated by Hurricane Sandy last October, shutting down its boardwalk shops and rides. But in mid-May, England's Prince Harry came to Jersey for a royal visit, and Governor Chris Christie led him to the town's boardwalk to highlight the people's resilient spirit and determination to rebuild. The shops and rides remained closed, yet, bizarrely, the prince saw bustling enterprises and kids having fun. Did his royal eyes deceive him? No, Christie did. The governor staged a business-as-usual visual for the visitor. Spiffed-up clam bars and hot dog stands were staffed with people who appeared to be preparing and serving food, but nothing was actually being cooked. Also, children were brought in to play darts, wiffle ball, and other games at booths that had been opened, staffed, and stocked with prizes just for the brief time of Harry's pass-through. Even the twisted skeleton of the town's iconic roller coaster, which had been knocked into the ocean by the raging hurricane, still sat in the waves. It was kept there as a prop to give the prince a sense of the fury the town had suffered. As he gazed at it for a few moments, a demolition crew was positioned out of sight, ready to dismantle it as soon as the governor and the prince departed. This is Jim Hightower saying, A seven-year-old girl who got to talk with Harry at a game booth later asked a reporter an impertinent question. Is he a real-life prince? She doubted it, for he had no cape or sword. But yes, the prince was real, unlike the unreal images he saw on the boardwalk. There's a man named Dr. Wallach, who is anything but your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Doc asks, Why does the United States spend more money on health care by far and still rank 50th in health and longevity worldwide? He believes that people should empower themselves with a basic understanding of nutrition, taking charge of their life, and attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs leading to side effects. This is clearly a deadly recipe. The good news is Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the big government and big pharma manipulation of our health care system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people about health care. Thanks, Alex. To purchase Longevity products, go to the KCAA website at kcaaradio.com and click on the Longevity banner on the upper right side of the KCAA homepage. Are you tired all the time? You feel like crap.com. Are you overweight? You feel like crap.com. Are you unmotivated? You feel like crap.com. Do you want to feel better, healthier? You feel like crap.com. Make your move and change your life today by logging on to you feel like crap.com today. Learn more. Visit youfeellikecrap.com. Brought to you by youfeellikecrap.com. There's a man named Dr. Wallach who is anything but your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Doc asks, Why does the United States spend more money on health care by far and still rank 50th in health and longevity worldwide? 
He believes that people should empower themselves with a basic understanding of nutrition, taking charge of their life, and attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs leading to side effects. This is clearly a deadly recipe. The good news is Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the big government and big pharma manipulation of our health care system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people about health care. Thanks, Alex. To purchase Longevity products, go to the KCAA website at kcaaradio.com and click on the Longevity banner on the upper right side of the KCAA homepage. Welcome to the You Feel Like Crap Health Minute, brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. The Moringa Tree. Now, most of you probably never heard about this superfood or what others call nature's miracle tree. Well, let me share with you some of the wonders. The Moringa Tree is becoming not only very popular, but the ideal superfood. There are few natural plants in this world that can be legitimately called a superfood. One of the most powerful superfoods has finally found its way into the Western world. And some medical professionals are going so far as to call Moringa the miracle tree. It is fairly new to the Western world. Not many people know about this amazing plant. So why are medical professionals calling it the miracle tree? It's packed with over 90 verifiable cell-ready vitamins, minerals, vital proteins, antioxidants, omega oils, and other benefits. Learn more. Visit YouFeelLikeCrap.com. Brought to you by YouFeelLikeCrap.com. You're on board KCAA's Inland Talk Express. KCAA, Loma Linda, 1050 AM, the station that leaves no listener behind. There's a battle for the soul of America. We can't let him tear the kingdom down. This is no game. This is war. Flesh and blood. It's between the bad and good. We can't stop until the trumpet sound. This is war. Not a game we're playing. This is war. The only question is, which side will you be on? It's time now for a call to decision with Pastor Butch Paul. Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Butch Paul, the 12th day of June 2013. Welcome to the program. And it is Wednesday, obviously. Tomorrow is Thursday. Last time I checked, it runs that way. And I'll be in office tomorrow from 9 to 4 Eastern Time to speak to you folks. And every week, believe it or not, I look forward to the phone calls. I know sometimes y'all just want to say call and say hi, and that's good because you're part of the family. And first-time callers, I, I do mean this. We want to hear from you. If you've been listening to the program for one day or one week or a year or two or three and haven't called us and share, share with us your thoughts about anything, even about the program, I wish you would. You can call tomorrow, and if you have long, if you have long distance and can save us some money, we'd appreciate it. You can call 304 846 4448 304-846-4448 and if you don't have long distance you can call 800-777-4403 800-777-4403 and due to popular request and again 